Hey guys, welcome back. I've got the radio on. Yes. It's another exciting episode. You can hear it in my voice. It's Ty's Arcade and you Saying it backwards. I'm crazy. Podcast. Exit. Episode 21. Let's see, what else is on the radio? Let's go FM radio. Hey, got static, awesome. How do we do the seek here? What's the next here? Oh, I gotta hold it. Shot. This is what it's like. This is radio these days. Ooh. It's all things considered from in oh, NPR. Well, that's not tolerable. That's insufferable. Yep. Blah. New free tickets to fans. And are not in. His name is Carl. Yeah, this is pretty crappy. I remember when I was a teenager, I'd listen to the radio. That's classic rock. That's that's just as we think of Bill Clinton's campaign, though. Completely political now. Is out there. Country music, but I wouldn't call it country. Show info at upstateconcerthall.com. Yeah, so, uh. Here, at least not on the surface. We don't see the world hate. Yeah, radio here sucks now. Radio just sucks in general. I don't know about you, but I pretty much listen to Pandora. Although I don't even really care for Pandora all that much, but it's better than nothing. Um, yeah, I just use it on my phone when I'm at work or something like that, if I'm not listening to podcasts. So let's uh, let's uh, take a little bit different approach to this podcast today. Um, so am I still recording? Because I'm not really looking. Yeah, I'm still recording. Right. Okay, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn my input up a little bit here because I noticed last podcast was a little bit quiet. Okay, that's better. My levels are better. Yeah, so I'm using uh, Record Forge to record this, and uh, it's a pretty good app for Android. Cordforge Pro, I believe it is. Anyways, um, so let's talk about uh, arcade podcasts because this one is obviously not a very good one, um, but you're probably interested in arcade games if you're listening to this. So let me just tell you about some. I didn't was just gonna drive into me. That's fun. Old guy too. Surprising. Okay, that was me hitting the horn. Uh, so good arcade podcasts. Let's start out with the best one. That's out there, although it tends to diverge from being arcade-related. Ah, I'm drinking my uh, Wendy's all-natural iced tea. I mean, lemonade. I do that a lot. Do you ever sometimes say iced tea when you mean lemonade or lemonade when you mean iced tea? The funny thing about that is I love a... Um, uh, what is it? What's his name? You're not going to be able to answer me on this one. The golfer. Um... 
keeps Paul Newman he's got my head and that's not who it is obviously Arnold Palmer um, I love Arnold Palmer's and Arnold Palmer is half iced tea half lemonade I don't know if there's like a hard liquor version of one because um, it just seems like you know you get ordering an Arnold Palmer somebody by name a drink by name you expect to have alcohol in it, you know, like a, a Mickey Mantle <laughs> it's a drink. I don't even know. I'm uh, thinking of Mickey. Slip somebody a Mickey. Um, uh, let's see. So, yeah, I like uh, I like Arnold Palmer's. They uh, that's why I like drinks, and that's half iced tea, half lemonade. So you're technically never wrong if you say uh, <laughs> iced tea or lemonade when you're drinking an Arnold Palmer. Um, oh, and I got my windows down today because it's hot, and the AC in my car is not working, and. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that the uh, clutch on the pulley is bad, and that's basically, I'm just all over the place today, but uh, so the reason why the clutch is, what that is going on there is on your AC unit in your car, it's a compressor, and when you're not using your AC, you don't want to be spinning that compressor, so the pulley itself has a clutch built into it, which will disengage the compressor from your serpentine belt when you're not using AC, and when you press that button to turn the AC on, or if you got climate control and the AC is called, um, what will happen is the signal will be sent to 12 volts electricity, I think it's 12 volts in this case, um, through a relay, and it will trigger a solenoid, if you're familiar with these in pinball machines, which will engage the clutch inside of the um, pulley. And uh, when that happens, it turns the, turns the compressor on, it starts spinning the compressor. Well, those tend to go bad in uh, cars after they have this car 168,000 miles. So, back in my, let's see, my, I had a, what car did I replace it on? I think it was a Chevy Beretta. I was thinking my A2 Camaro, but I didn't have AC yet. Um, and I replaced that, that clutch pulley on my Beretta. That was pretty simple. I think I paid like, maybe $40 for a new clutch pulley. I looked up the clutch pulley on my Saturn now, all on the internet, and it's like, cheapest one, $180. And uh, most of the places, like if you go like Napa or Advance Auto, uh, I say Advance, I'm like an old man, it's Advance Auto. It just doesn't make sense. But, um, so, the whole compressor you can buy, it seems like they all want to sell you the compressor and everything on it, but that's really inconvenient because then you have to discharge your AC system to install it. I don't have tools, for, I don't have the equipment for that. You have to reclaim all the refrigerator. So I think that's what's wrong, although it could possibly be that there is a pressure sensor on the system, and if my pressure in my coolant gets too low, it will actually cut off and will not turn on. Um, the best way to test that is to just uh, bypass that. There's also a diode. I checked the relays. Actually, I just swapped the um, relay for my AC with the relay for my horn. And you heard my horn earlier beep, so um, that relay is perfectly fine. All right, so no AC, windows down. Kind of loud. Um, talking about uh, Arnold Palmer's, uh, having iced tea. Oh, and then we're back to the arcade podcast. So... All right, so the best arcade podcast, at least the one I enjoy the most, and it's not doesn't mean this to knock at any other ones, but I like the Arcade Outsiders podcast uh, starring uh, John Jacobson, uh, 
uh, Joseph Agaglia and uh, Sean Williams. Um, it's pretty good. It's on. Actually, it's going to be on tonight. Um, it's live on uh, AllGames.com, and uh, and then you can also listen to it uh, after the fact off of uh, ArcadeOutsiders.com, um, which is fun. It's fun to participate. You know, like send things through their the IRC chat, talk to them. And these are guys I know, so it's pretty cool. Um, they tend to get off topic and stuff quite a bit, so it's not when you think it's going to be all about arcades, it's certainly not. I'd say it's probably about 30% arcades and 100% uh, other things. Um, but, you know, it's good. Um, and, of course, you can, you know, watch... Uh, Joe's and John's uh, YouTube channels, um, which I mentioned before. Um, other arcade podcasts, um, we've got Game Room Junkies, and uh, that's got uh, Preston and uh, Patrick in it, and they do a pretty good podcast. It's definitely 100% arcade, well, I would say 99% arcade related and uh, 1% other things. And they definitely keep it under control. It's, um, it's record, pre-recorded versus uh, Arcade Outsiders, which is recorded, which is done live, you know, with a um, you know no editing really being done except for to take out the occasional uh, blooper, etc. Um, so yeah, Preston Patrick do a good show. Um, I just listened to that today. Um, there's also uh, let's see, the other ones I listen to. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just saying arcade ones because I listen to like Jumble Junkies podcast which is Operations Kill Screen. Um, but uh, that's not really so much arcade, I think. Um, it's more just video games in general. Um, that's a good one to listen to, too. Um, there's also uh, Broken Token, not to be confused with Rusty Quarters, which is a failed arcade. Um, and uh, that's a pretty good podcast as well. And there's also No Quarter, another podcast. And all these are on Stitcher. You're uh, looking for them. And they might be on, I think most of them are on iTunes as well. Um, and uh, No Quarter is like they just talk about one specific game per episode. They have a lot of them and they're short. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty good. All right, so there's the uh, arcade podcast. Other podcasts I listen to, um, my favorite ones I mentioned last time is, uh, is the Adventure Club podcast with uh, Guy Hutchinson and his other podcasts. And I haven't really listened to a ton of his other podcasts just because I haven't put it in Stitcher yet. But I listened to that and uh, uh, Drunk on Disney, which is really good. Very interesting. It's merging with traffic, so my attention is divided. Uh, there we go. Alright, so where was I at? Okay, so I was talking about those podcasts. And I've been trying to listen to a few Transformers podcasts. And um, actually, I've only listened to one of them so far. I listened to it while I was mowing the lawn uh, last week. Um, and it was uh, the Underbase, or Moon Base, Moon Underbase, I don't know, Underbase, something like that. It was pretty good. Um, it has a guy and a girl hosting it. I don't remember their names. One guy's British, and the girl was American, I believe. She could be Canadian, I don't know. But she didn't really have a Canadian accent. Um, that's it for podcasts. What else is going on? Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, some things that have happened recently. So, 
Um, I don't know if I... Did I mention this? I think I didn't. So let's talk about my recent acquisition. Damn, I wish I had mentioned Remember if I talked about this. I don't think I did. Okay, so last week... No, well, a week and a half ago, the Friday, two week, two Fridays ago, should I say more clearly, um, I went, I was actually, God, this is terrible, I'm doing a terrible job of this. Let's uh, backtrack. So, today is Tuesday, and it was uh, the Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago. And uh, that day, I saw a listing on their local Craigslist for a Sega Outrunner. And uh, it's an upright, not a sit-down. And it said that it was complete and working. I mean, it was working, but it was missing the monitor. And he wanted $150 for it. And I'm certainly not going to buy a game missing a monitor for $150. But um, I actually have a monitor out of a uh, Sega Outrunner um, that... Uh, It's, uh, oh, Shockwave the Robot. Um, he's a professional wrestler. And he actually is, lives local to me. And uh, Shockwave the Robot uh, contacted me through my YouTube channel and said, hey, I got some parts for some things. And if you'd like them, you can have them. And the first time he gave me a vertical mount, watch this. It's a vertical and horizontal mount. Uh, uh, Wells Gardner K7000 model. Which is out of a, um, a Dynamo... Uh, Oh, HS1 cabin, I think. I have an HS5. And the cool thing about it is that you can take the monitor, easily change it from horizontal to vertical orientation, uh, just by uh, flipping the control panel, taking the glass out, and then just grabbing the bezel, pulling the monitor out. I think you have to unplug the connector to make sure you don't turn rip anything. Pull it out, just pass the cabinet, rotate it 90 degrees, put it back in again, put the cardboard bezel in, put the, put the glass back in, flip your control panel up. That's all it takes to rotate it. So it's nice. You can go from uh, horizontal to vertical, or I believe that's called Tate, to the uh, guys who play shooting games. And uh, Tate. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Is it Tate or is it Tate? I mean, if it's American, T-A-T-E is Tate. But if it's, if you're, I mean, it's a Japanese word, it would be Tate. But, uh, yeah, that lemonade's a little sweet, so be a little bit more watery. That's what you got the lemonade. It's hot. It's hot out right now. Uh, you can see. But I'm on the highway. It's a little bit better. Yeah, so I had the monitor. And so, but I still am not going to pay $150 for an outrun. And my basement is at the amount of games that I would like to have. I don't really want to have more games. And in fact, I kind of like to get rid of some, but ever since I did a rearranging, it's actually looked it's pretty good. I put my desk on rollers, it's good. I'm going to talk about that later. I think I might have already, but I don't care because I can't remember if I did it. It's a really way to check right now, so it's, I'm just going to go and put it up. Um, so, so I didn't, I didn't buy the game. What I did do, though, is I sent the guy an email. I said, because I knew this wasn't going to sell at $150. Um, I sent him an email and uh, essentially said to the lines of, Hey, uh, I see you have this for sale. Um, if you find uh, find that 
that it hasn't sold and you're looking, still looking to get rid of it, before you throw it away, contact me because I have a monitor I can put in that and I would like to put the monitor in it, get it working, and give it to a friend of mine who might like it. And uh, so, you know, I sent that off. And, you know, you really don't expect anybody to reply to that, but you always just want to put those things out there because this is how I've gotten quite a few free games just by, you know, putting yourself out there. Not, not in any kind of obnoxious way, but uh, just uh, put yourself out there saying, hey, uh, if you're looking to get rid of it, let me know because I can fix it, give it a little life, and I'd rather not see it go into the dump. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I have to. So, two days, maybe it was, maybe it was Tuesday. Yeah, two days went by because uh, on Wednesday, or day went by, and on Wednesday, I get an email back from the guy. He says to me, that rainstorm we just had, I had flooding in my basement. And uh, really, just, it's in my way now. And uh, if you want it, come and get it. And I think a lot of guys in our country have been like, oh boy, flooding. <laughs> so they wouldn't want the game. So they they probably would just been like, ah, never mind. Uh, but uh, sometimes you just gotta just go out there. If you really want something free, you gotta go for it. So the guy, essentially the guy's like, here, come take it for free. I just want it gone because I can clean it. Basement. And so I said, okay, let me, uh, what, when you want to do this? And so I arranged to do it after work on uh, Friday. And I was able to get my buddies, uh, Mike and uh, James. By the way, James has got a really cool YouTube channel. It's, um, Uh, 
electromechanical. I don't know. Um, and he had a... Oh, he had a kiss, which is really rare, hard to find. And it was in beautiful shape. Um, what else do we have? Oh, darn. Um, just some really good themes. Um, you know, like, like uh, you know, like licensed themes, like Six Million Dollar Man, Star Trek, um, Kiss. Uh, I don't know the other ones. I just can't think of them. He also had a Nitro Ground Shaker, which is a little bit, a little bit newer, I think. Um, you know, the other ones, most of the ones he had were like 1978 to 1981 pinball machines. Um, maybe it's a Six Million Dollar Man. It's got it's electronic, so it's gotta be it's gotta be from that time from. 78 to 81. Um, and uh, let's see what else did he have. He, oh, he had a it had one DMD, if you can call it a pin, a DMD pin. He had a stri strikes and spares. I'd love to find it. I'd like to have one of those. But I think I get bored of it pretty quickly. But it's a really fun game, but it's hardly called a pinball machine. Because you're just bowling. Um, using flippers to bowl. But it's fun. He had quite a few pinball machines. Uh, oh, Gogar. I'm thinking of Gorgar. And, uh, oh, they're all just really great. Just that time frame where they had some really great themed pinball machines. Um, but he had quite a few. And um, then he had some Pachinko and Pachislo, or however. I have no idea how to say that one. It's a, you know, it's like a slot machine, but the Japanese one. Um, which, really, I have no interest in those. Oh, God, I had my heat on. No wonder I was so hot. Because this morning was cool. I mean, the AC was... The AC's not working, but it doesn't help when your heater's on. But, uh, yeah, so you had those. You had a pool table, and... Uh, you had, like, a Pac-Man that was converting Capcom bowling, and they had Touch Master.
Pilgrim Naturalist of New England. And it's got like a, a website and a, a mailing address. And it says um, down the bottom, guided day trips to clothing optional beaches at Aquina, July through August, Arthur Vineyard, Massachusetts. So he's assistant trip coordinator. But yeah, so he's a nice guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, there's always something when you go to do Craigslist. You're gonna, there's just going to be some weird guy. And the funny thing is, I, so I put the card in my wallet. I just have it in my wallet now. And it was, it was at the, the local the Stewart's, which is like a 7-Eleven, but it's better. Um, I always get my milk there because their milk is, is local and it's really fresh. They don't have like little, they have a business card essentially which you can stamp on. X number of gallons you can buy it for a gallon. And uh, I'm at the, yeah, I'm at the, I'm at the local guest, the, the stewards, uh, getting my four gallons of milk that I get almost twice a week. Well, it's, it's like a week every day or something. Less than a week. But getting the milk for my kids, myself.
devastating effect that I'm the strongest person I know. It's, you know, it's just something, that's the way I feel. I mean, you know, I gotta say though, I injure myself quite a bit. So, you know, tweaked my neck the other day. And boy, I hate that. I did that a long time ago as a kid. Uh, Hit a tree head on, uh, sledding. And ever since then, folks, sometimes I'll turn my neck and I will tweak it and it will just be um, excruciating to move it. I was having to be like completely lock necked for like a week. I just got over that, so um, I actually got over it when I, before I moved that game. And then, like a couple days later, I hurt it again, but not because of that. But uh, yeah, so I got the game in my basement, as I said. And I got a video of me bringing it down, and, um, and then I, I plug it in, turn it on, and everything seems to be working except for it doesn't have monitor. Now that's a there's a little caveat there is you can't see what's on the screen, but it plays music, so the graphics to be all screwed up. <laughs> Which is funny because, um, so I got this Outrun for free, and uh, I also got uh, all the guts out of the Outrun from Shockwave. And uh, in that box of guts was a was PCB. But uh, I gave that away about know, two months ago. This guy, Silver Eagle on the forums. Is it Canada? I think it's in Canada. And uh, his outrun uh, board went bad, and uh, I sent it to him for free. Like, I would feel right charged the guy for it, to be honest with you, because um, it was given to me for free. And, uh, you know, if, if, if it's given to me, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't really like, I don't, I don't really like to sell things that I have. Um, I like them, I, I mean, I have sold a few things of mine, but, um, like, I sold my, uh, Virtual Boy Cat to Nathan Barnett. Um, and you know, the reason I sold that is just to finance my Star Trek Next Generation. It's funny because I don't like to sell anything of mine. In particular, I would think the last thing I would sell would be something I built myself. But I guess, I mean, I think I would have sold any game I had if I knew that it would get me the $2,500 that I spent on the pinball machine, which is what I did. I sold the Virtual Boy Cat for exactly $2,500. I think Nathan sold it. Nathan just sold it recently himself. He had listed it for $1,500, so it was like $1,000 off of it, mainly because I think he wanted to move it quickly. Thank you. 
Always, on this highway, there's like only it's not like, it's kind of like half, most of the crypt portions on the side of the mountain. Speed traps. It's only certain places that troopers can hide in speed traps. And uh, not that I uh, fast, but uh, I do watch those speed traps. But uh, so he was just looking at that speed trap. So I sold that, and so I sold the virtual game. That seemed like to be the last thing I sell. So I don't really sell anything on my I don't really like to sell my games, but, but it's, for some reason it's easier for me to give them away. Um, and besides, I got them for free, so I wouldn't feel right making money off of something that somebody gave me for free. It was nice enough to give it to me. Um, so I just figured, and I'm not a karma person. You know, I'm not one of those weirdos. Think of the guy from, you know, my name is Earl. That's his name. The skateboarder guy. He's a, he's a Scientologist.
Gunpei Yokoi. Uh, you know, because he's really, he made a lot of the games I enjoyed as a kid. He's the guy who made the Virgin Boy, which is very, very misunderstood. It wasn't complete, really, when it was sold, too. So, um, you know, it's not really a fair judgment to judge this, uh, you know, really good, say, inventor, because it was a team effort, I guess. Like, his team, manager, good manager. I mean, he was involved in it. He was a key player in all those lovely Nintendo inventions. Um, uh, so I built it like in that purpose, but um, you know, uh, Star Trek Adventure has been next generation football. I love that movie. I put a lot of money into it in college when it came out. Um, at least two hundred dollars. So the opportunity to buy one and the opportunity just all came together. Uh, sell the Virtual Boy. Buy the, buy the pinball, really nice one for expensive, which I think kind of nice and expensive. Funny, <laughs> funny thing is, is that still, Star Trek Next Generation doesn't seem to have a high value compared to other pinballs from that time frame. Like an Adams family easily blows away the price on it. I find it actually quite perplexing because and while they're both a highly produced pinball, Adams family was a lot more of those. And Star Trek is, you know, in my opinion, is actually a better game. Um, uh, but I mean, not, not hugely better. But you know, my, you know, I love Star Trek, so it's just interesting to uh, see the prices kind of weird. But yeah, so this was uh, two years ago. I got it for twenty-five hundred dollars. It's still running strong. Um, but yeah, so I sold it. Didn't expect to sell it. But again, with this uh, outrun board. He needed one, and so I sent it to him for free. I didn't charge him for shipping. I didn't feel good about that either, so I sent him the board. I'm not saying like I'm a really good guy, because I didn't get it for me, so, um, you know, I passed it on to him. And uh, I said, all I said to him was, you know, uh, it comes down to it, you know, just remember that this is the, you know, this is kind of like, you know, I helped you out, and my favorite movie is if, Repayment is if you have an opportunity to help somebody else out, help them out, and not in any kind of karma way. Because I don't like to attach the word karma to it, but you know, in a help your fellow arcade collector out. You know, spread the goodwill on because there's enough negativity going on. I'm sure, I sure know I've contributed to it at times. Um, so yeah, I just wanted that positive, um, positive feelings out there. Uh, so I did that. And, uh, he seems pretty happy. It worked out for him. But uh, if this board is all messed up, I guess I have an outrun that I'll need a board. And I'll have to find one to fix the one I have. I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be bad. It seems to work fine. This graphics glitches just means I have to clean the FROMs. Uh, something like that. My, my super outrun is, my super hang-on is like that. And so, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it when it comes up. Um, again, it was all free. I got the monitor. And let's talk about you know, what, I, what I just did uh, yesterday. I ordered um, a cap kit for the K7000 that's in that outlet, plus a new flyback. And uh, also, I ordered a cap kit flyback for the Sanyo 20EZ, which is in my uh, Donkey Kong Jr., which went bad. Well, maybe two months ago, just turn it on, it was not on. And uh, so 
doesn't. The funny thing is, is I think I busted the board in the process of the actual dark I think that's working either. Because um, you, you turn on it goes, and then you can credit it up, but it doesn't credit, so I can't see it. I'm not going to transfer it to another cabinet right now. So I think that the, the junior board's gone bad too.
actually started a thread on, uh, on the KLV forums about hitting the diamond in Mr. Dude. Something I've never done. I've heard about it, and it's really awesome to get it because Mr. Dew is so deep, and when you do certain things, you get little animations that happen. Like uh, when when you spell out the word extra, you get little, you know, Mr. Do like a cut the whole screen. It was dedicated to someone drawing the art to fill the entire screen with Mr. Do. Really kind of creepy looking clown. He looks so much cuter when he's a little guy. But uh, you know, him, you know, get, when you get the free one up from the extra, and uh, there's another one when you get the diamond. And when you get it, um, it's really cool. He like kind of hangs down. It goes, goes to the title screen of the game, like, you know, which you expect in the middle of playing the game for it to go to the title screen. Well, it does. So you're playing the game, and it goes to the title screen when you get the diamond, and Mr. Mr. Dew's hanging from this kind of upside down. He's got a credit uh, coin in his hand. And now, <laughs> I mean, there's just so much going on in this game, but um, the credit coin has a little guy in it, and the little guy is actually what the prototype uh, Mr. Dew character looked like before they made him into a clown. He was just like a little, little kind of like, I don't know, say stick figure guy. He's kind of like a stick figure guy. And the, the coin has that little guy in it. And so Mr. Dew kind of comes down and the coin looks like a bubble or a coin. And, uh, and it drops down onto the bottom wherever you put, when you put a quarter and you'll see all these on the title screen. So it just adds another credit to the title screen when you get a diamond. So you get a free game, which is pretty darn sweet. It's not nearly as fun when you do it when you get the game set for free play, but not free play. When you, it's not free play because I have a set for you. Hit the, I hit the lock switch, the uh, open the coin door, give it some credits. But yeah, so uh, that's what uh, that's pretty cool. That is really to about this podcast. I'm almost on my house. But yeah, so uh, it's just such a deep game. I'm going to end it here. So thanks for listening, guys. I'm, I'm, you know, I did manage to upload that podcast last one in like a matter of a week or so. So it wasn't terrible. Um, but it's kind of annoying now because the Android devices, it's harder to do things um, with new KitKat updates. So I'm kind of annoyed that they changed, that Google changed things. So, All right, guys. Uh, let's have Guns N' Roses take us out. Let's see. We're on a different track. Alright, so I'll have a new video coming up soon. And uh, this podcast, you can listen to, has already been uploaded. So, how about that? Alright. See you guys.